Are you ready to open your private practice this summer and make the leap into entrepreneurship? Introducing Make the Leap, our new offering by the Successful Nurse Coaches. Make the Leap is a four-month group coaching program that is designed to help you create your first paid client. Join our experienced lead coaches, Sean and Amy, as they guide you through the Successful Nurse Coach Method, helping you create your first paid client in 30 days or less. Not only will you get access to our course that teaches you all the things on how to create clients in a non-icky way, will also be personalized mentorship, weekly group calls, and actionable steps to launch your business from just beginning into the Paid Coach Club. Since we are not running new mentorship groups this summer, we didn't want to leave those of you who are ready to begin hanging out in space waiting for the next group to start. This group is a great way for new coaches who have yet to begin their coaching practice or for coaches who have five paid clients or less. This is the most affordable way to work with our team. So be sure to check out the link in the bio. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. All right, team. Hello, and welcome back to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It is Shelby here today, and I... I feel like the interview queen here lately. This week, I have been interviewing a lot of wonderful people. They'll probably uh, shuffle out at different times for our podcast. But today, I am here with the wonderful Sally Davidson. Sally Davidson is one of our mentees that has been in Laura's group. Sally, you were in January or March of 2022. When did you start? March. 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 Okay. Beautiful. So Sally is, I remember the first few months whenever Laura and I would sit down every month and review goals and client income and just kind of review the statistics. I'm like, who is this Sally Davidson woman? She is crushing it. Like she, she's flying under my radar. I don't see her on my newsfeed on Facebook. Like she's totally crushing it. So I've gotten to witness Sally from a distance. We got to meet in person this summer and I've just really enjoyed getting to know the little tidbits about you. Even before we hit record on on this podcast, I just, I feel like I got to peel back the next layer of your journey with you briefly. Uh, but Sally is, the reason we are on this podcast today is Sally is the winner of our connection challenge that we did in the mentorship a few months ago. And I'll elaborate that in a in a little bit, we're here to talk about her experience with just connecting with a ton of people. But I want to give a little bit of background on who Sally is and let her introduce herself a little bit. Uh, but Sally is a nurse coach, first and foremost, and she is a lot of other wonderful things as well. So uh, Sally primarily is, I would say, spiritually based. Sally, is that fair to to at least place that label upon you? And she does a wide array of things. Sally does trauma work. She does spiritual-based coaching. She has a lot of expertise, so many certifications. And uh, she was just telling me that she is going to be exploring a breathwork certification here soon after 
you were just wrapped. What is the certification you're just wrapping up right now? Um, actually, this is a spiritually based inner child um, apprenticeship. Yeah. I'm just finishing up a year long apprenticeship for soul retrieval work um, yeah. with one of my mentors. So um, yeah, I'm on the tail end of that and breathwork facilitation just started. So, so cool. So cool. And what I love hearing your story so far, Sally, is that you love certifications like the best of us in the nurse coaching <laughs> world. And you do like the work in your coaching practice. Go go get as many certifications as your heart desires as long as we are serving people along the way. And I think that you nail that that dance really beautifully. Um, but yeah, inner child work, trauma work, she can coach really anybody under the sun. There's nothing Sally, nothing Sally can't do. But we're so glad to have you here and share you with the the bigger community today, Sally. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I I, I do kind of say to myself about the certifications, but I I have to be honest, any certification that I've done, it's because I participated in my own healing journey around that modality and Mm. it helped me immensely. And that's why I decided to bring it in. Um, I debated a little bit with the breathwork facilitation because I was finishing um, this up and really trying to get my coaching business you know, just continually moving along and taking action. Um, so I really meditated on it a lot and thought about it, but I use a lot of somatic work in my practice and personal. Yeah. And I did feel like it was that one piece. And um, the reason I actually chose this one, again, is because the first three months are really, you're doing a lot of your own work. And through my whole journey, I've done my own work. So yeah. anything I bring to my clients is stuff I've worked through or am working through because my journey is continuous and I'm okay saying that. Um, yeah. I think that's part of what makes sometimes the coach is their medicine is what oh, they've been sure. working through. Right. So that's our medicine, my individual medicine. So a lot of people do trauma work. A lot of people do somatic work. So individually what they're bringing to the table um, personally um, is what will resonate with, with each client because um it just depends, right? It's the energy, the vibration, our connection. Super clear that you are committed to this journey, Sally. Like in in the sense of like you're not just going and cherry picking buzzword certifications, but that you are experiencing the healing for yourself first and then learning how to serve others in a similar capacity. And I I always love hearing about nurse coaches' journeys because it's kind of like a special concoction that we all bring to the table based on our life experience, based on the certifications and the training that we have, based on what we've invested into ourselves and our own personal development. And no one can recreate that ever. Like each of it is just completely unique to to ourselves. And um, you have a wide a wide tool belt, my friend, which I think is really, really cool. There's, <laughs> there's give, give you five more years and there will be, uh, probably nothing that you can't handle at that point. You'll have a long list of letters and certifications and titles after your name. You'll have to, you'll have to memorize your alphabet soup there. <laughs> <laughs> that was never really my goal though. Even, even as a nurse, I, my path was always kind of, um, 
I didn't plan to be in leadership and I ended up in leadership. So I never really had like this, these crazy goals of like, oh, I'm going to get all these certifications or for the, in, in coaching and, or in my career prior. Mm. Um, I think it just kind of, I don't know, just kind of happens. I think when it's supposed to happen and yeah. um, it just kind of comes to the same with the nurse coaching. I mean, it wasn't like I was really definitely not looking um, like I need to get out and do something different. It just kind of arrived at the right time of when I was kind of starting to struggle in, in my career. Mm. Um, I never really went to look for anything mm. kind of lands. Yeah. Ooh, Sally, I'm jealous of that. I feel like you respond really well to, to subtle invitations via the universe to where a lot of nurses, myself included, we respond to big face plants uh, by the universe to get our attention and, yeah, I think it's really beautiful how you've navigated your path here. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear how this has translated just in your private practice of bringing all these modalities together and serving your clients. And before, so for everybody listening, a brief background on the connection challenge that we run is we literally just tell all of our clients, like, go connect with humans, go open the door, go have a conversation Uh, There does not have to be an invite attached to that connection, but go say hello, go say happy birthday, go talk to people. That is the only requirement. It is the most loosey-goosey challenge that we run. Um, But is that something that was a challenge for you before, Sally? Was that something that you struggled with? You know, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this because I am a bit introverted, but in the hospital setting, I was never introverted. Um, maybe in a maybe in a meeting in the beginning of leadership, I was a little introverted, but with my patients, I was never introverted. So when I'm in certain scenarios, I'm not introverted, but in other spaces, I'm not going to be like the life of the party, let's say. <laughs> I'm definitely more of an empath, going to maybe sit in the corner. But when it comes to like direct connection, um, I almost thought like I cheated on this because, <laughs> because I was like, are you sure I won? Um because I took it literally like what you said, just connection. So just connecting, I connected, you know, online on LinkedIn, like if someone commented on a post, I connected, hey, but I didn't offer anything, which took a lot of pressure off of me. Mm. I connected in person, I connected at the store, I connected at the dentist, I connected at the at um, just everywhere, I connected with people, um, and was thinking I'm connecting. Yeah, Check. I'm connecting, I'm having a conversation, because that's how I took the challenge. And so that is not that hard for me. Um, but it is kind of funny because in different scenarios it is. But it, in this, in this, I was just connecting. I wasn't, there was no attachment to the end goal. There was no, I have to offer this person. How am I going to offer? Is it going to be salesy? Because I have some, you know, I, I work around that a little bit. Um, yeah, I just connected like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. How are you today? what's going on? And I just, and I counted it. So at the end I was like, Oh, did I, <laughs> did I do this? right? Did I accidentally so I do it? I was like, did I do this right? Cause I, yeah. this is just what I did. This is what I was supposed to do. Right. Yeah. 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 I love that you won without the intention of winning. That seems to be maybe a theme on your end, Sally of like, things just seem to happen for me all the time, <laughs> which is great. Um, but I heard you say that 
there was no attachment or there was no there was no pressure to invite or offer, which took some of the pressure off for you. Um, do you mind elaborating on that just a little bit? Because I think that's where a lot of folks get hung up of, okay, I'm doing the connection. So they're like three steps ahead so that I can invite them to a coaching conversation so that I can propose. And they're like living in not the present moment, right? They're not actually right. connecting to, right. to the present. And, and I, and I struggle. So even when I say things come easy, well, I, I definitely didn't say they come easy. Things kind of fell in my lap. I think when I look back at my career and my, and my coaching now, but it doesn't always come easy. I have my own issues, which is why I've been on a journey of my own right. self-healing for a while. But I, if I attach, for me personally, if I am starting to offer out to people some weeks, I'm amazing. I can be like, yep, put the offer, put a proposal, come for, you know, come for a meeting, come for a discovery call, invite, invite, invite. Other weeks I struggle. So with this, I wasn't even thinking at all about never in a million years thought about winning, um, almost didn't do it. And I thought, well, I can just connect. So I'll just like make a little check mark. I'll just connect. And I, I I had nothing. There was no end game for me with this. It was just, I'm just going to connect. Whoever I talk to is a connection. Anybody I talk to is a connection. I say something nice to the girl at the grocery store, the person behind me. I mean, that's the connection. That's just us personally connecting with each other, human to human. Um in a world where we're not always doing that. Like we have our head down, we're in our phone, we're, we're in the line at the grocery store, we're irritated. The person in front of us is taking too long, whatever the case may be. Cause I do all those things too, but I just spent time trying to be present, not doing that. Um, and it actually was a time when I was doing a little kindness challenge for myself on, on my Facebook feed. So I was really focusing in on like the, the daily, kindness and gratitude. And that just went right along with the connection piece. So I just didn't, I didn't overthink it, which I can absolutely a hundred percent do on a million other things. And I do it all the time. Um, but I didn't with this, I just didn't think it was going to be anything. And I just thought, Oh, I'm just going to connect. Beautiful. And connection is pretty easy if we're just connecting. Yeah. It is really easy. I think when we we chunk it down, right? Like as traditional nurses working in the hospital, we connect with people under much more stressful situations than connecting with somebody at the grocery store. Like we are we are very great connectors. I I have like a file of memories floating through my mind right now of just like you know people coming into the ER, being in the middle of a heart attack and me being able to connect with that person while they're having a heart attack and being like, hey, we got you. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff right now. We're on your team. You're safe. And like, if we can connect with people on one of the scariest moments in their life, we can connect with people on Facebook and at the grocery store. You know, like we can we can absolutely take it down a notch and let it be easy. (laughs) Right. Because people, I mean, what do we really want in this world? We want connection. I mean, most of our trauma is related to not being seen and heard, Mm -hmm. which which is, you know, lack of connection at some point in our life. Right. Right. I mean, to me, that seems like the biggie that that comes up. Right. We, We just didn't feel seen. We didn't feel heard. So. So, and yeah, I could connect with someone in the hospital, um, in, in the most terrible, time in the ICU or when I was on oncology and, and I could come out of that conversation knowing, and if they had a patent, what the name of their dog was, right. 
You they're know? like, they're like half dying. We're getting ready to intubate and I'm asking them about their pets, which is so silly, but it's just finding a place where you can just get in there and just connect to take their mind off of that and really be um, interested in, in, mm-hmm. in that. Like yes. finding something that they're really, that they're really connected to. So then you are connecting and you're doing that connection together, if that makes sense. So, um, and I, and I was pretty good at, I mean, I was in the hospital for almost 30 years. So that definitely people were my thing in the hospital, sometimes not out of the hospital, they weren't, but in the hospital, um, I could connect easily yeah, with people, for sure. as most nurses can, right. Mm-hmm. We're in their most dire like you said, they come in, they're having a heart attack and and we're their person. Like mm-hmm. we're maybe their only person, their family's not there at that moment and we have to be their person. And so how do we connect with them? Right. Right. Absolutely. Beautifully said, Sally, especially about the trauma piece. I know you and I could probably geek out pretty hard on the trauma component here for, for, for the remainder of our time. But um, yeah, if you're feeling weird about connecting with strangers, like, recall a time where someone made your day by something really simple by like saying, Hey, I love your shoes or smiled at you or something really simple. And just how potent those moments can be and how weird the world has been the past few years. Like, I just feel like more than ever, little gestures go, go a really long way. And you may be listening to this thinking like, okay, Shelby and Sally, this sounds wonderful, but like, what the heck does this all add up to mean? Like, why should I be saying hi to the grocery store lady? You know, like who cares? And I think the the premise behind connection is that you are energetically opening up the doors for a magical connection to happen, right? Like it's not going to be, you know, Sally connected. I think it was like, how many people did you connect with? 200? Over 200? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was over 200. Yeah. Sally does not have 200 clients now. I will spoil the ending to that story. <laughs> no, but, I wish I could say that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know what Sally did over those five or six weeks was open the invitation that something really cool could happen. We don't know who the person is behind you at the grocery store. We don't know what CEO they are or who they know or just like where that conversation can lead. And if we're always in our phone looking down, never wanting to talk to people, we are just automatically saying no to any opportunity that could be right in front of us to where if you are naturally connecting more fluidly, there's a lot more open doors, right? There's a lot more, the potential goes way up for something really cool to happen. and. um Sally, I'm curious and feel free to answer 100% honestly here. Was there any, based on all of those connections, did anything evolve? Like, was there ever any future connections or was there ever um, any any cool moments out of all those? Nothing evolved as far as a client went, but I honestly did not at, at all try to sell myself at all. Um, and I feel like any time... I connected. Sometimes it was pretty subtle, but a lot of times it's weird. I was just thinking about this now. I did not think about this ahead of time, but I was just thinking about it now because like I said, I was doing this thing on Facebook, like so many days of kindness and posting every day. Right. And so I felt energetically like that time frame. I was so much more open 
Mm-hmm. And these past few weeks, honestly, I've been like a little bit, my vibration or my, I've been struggling a teeny bit, you know, just personally, yeah. um, which I, I tend to kind of go up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and I'm open about that. Cause I don't think it's always, everything is just, Oh, connect, you know, we're always connecting right. and it's, it's perfect. Cause that's not reality. Um, but I think the combination, as I'm sitting here talking and thinking about it, the combination of me being so positive on my feed and then going out with my vibration, my energy being more open and connecting, um, y- you just put a different vibration around yourself, which then attracts other people. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I can't think of like anything like crazy special that happened, but I think that is the maybe crazy special part. It was just about connection, mm-hmm. just simple, mm-hmm. simple connection. There was no, maybe there was something that happened that I, that, but nothing that I can think of offhand. I, I think it was just simple, like kindness in connection and yeah, with, with other humans, yeah. <laughs> which we yeah. don't always do. And sometimes I don't always do. Right. Cause I'm in my own head. Um, so I think that that time frame. I don't know. Just taught me a lesson as we were sitting here talking. Sweet. I just got Sweet. a lesson from that of, yeah, about, you know, how important that is yeah. not to be on all the time. Cause we can't be on all the time and we can't always be, we have to like protect our energy or like all of us, some of us, a lot of us, I think are introverts. And, and um, so we have to kind of watch that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know that anything special happened and maybe that's the secret sauce that didn't have to be anything incredibly profoundly successful it was just connecting human to human Mm -hmm. yeah sally can you imagine if we told all of the introverts that listen to this podcast that they had to be on all of the time when they went to the grocery store they would be like all right that's it i'm out i'm never i'm never doing this ever but i i love what the essence of what you're saying here is that there was some some beautiful medicine for you, even in just the connecting with other people and noticing the trend between like, I was really high vibe showing up on social media and it translated to in person as well. And I, I do think that like with um, especially social media, because there can be follow up, right? Like the relationship is still continuing every time you log into your Facebook account that the people that you connected with online during that time that's still a tiny seed. That's still something that we get to nurture over, you know, and I was just having this conversation in another mentorship group of the idea of warming up leads, taking a stranger that you've literally never met on the internet. And they were getting frustrated because they're like, well, how do I convert them to being warm? How do I, how do I expedite this process? And I called her out on it. I was like, well, that's being attached to the outcome. Right. So like that, that puts a weird pressure on it that makes everything feel icky and salesy to where if there's a genuine way for you to connect with her, awesome. And then like, let it go, let it go. And then there will be another opportunity for you to connect or make a Facebook post that will invite them to connect with you. And it's a little bit of a long game as well of of when we're kind of out theoretically or hypothetically throwing the seeds in the garden. You know, it takes takes time and and care. Yeah. It's hard not to compare, you know, especially if you're watching social media and I struggle with this and then have to, you know, slow my feeds down and, um, 
And, and I've started to accept that sometimes it's just a slow burn. And sometimes with my clients, that's what I say to them. This isn't like you're going to be, um, you're not broke. So you're not going to mm-hmm. be fixed overnight. You're not, we're just bringing in new tools and having you look at things, reframing things for you. You're not broken, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it can't always happen in um, three months or, you know, sometimes it has to be a slow burn because it depends on the person. And for me, although I would love it to be like a fast, you know, but it, it I, I think, you know, it's, it's going to be a slow burn for me and I'm starting to like, be okay with that. Just keep moving forward and taking action and, um, and learning the lessons and everything. Like literally I'm laughing to myself because of something I've been like struggling with and, and in during this podcast, I'm like, oh, that's a real lesson about that connection and mm. where I was at in that little time frame. Um, yeah, interesting. And and I, that's what I t- try to take from stuff now is like, what is the lesson here? Because it's not all perfect and rosy. This is an this is a lot of us changing our careers. For me, a 30 year career yeah. in the same hospital was a big transition for me. And now entrepreneurship is a whole nother ball game, right? Yes. Yes, it is. And I think uh, there's, there's something to be said about the slow burn, right? So I hope that Laura and I do a good enough job conveying this, but I'll restate it here just for anyone who needs to hear it of like my first year of practice and Laura's was wildly unpredictable. We did hit some like hot moments, right? Where we signed two or three clients at once and it was really exciting, but then there would be gosh, four to six months of nothing. And then it like came in hot waves, but we both still, like you're talking about here, Sally, still showed up. We're still working the process. We're controlling the things we can control. And um, even through my second year of practice, it was like each year I got a little bit more consistent. Like I was building capacity for, for it all. And then it really took to like three and a half years for things to be reliably consistent in the same way if I felt about getting a paycheck. Like, I know, I know that clients will come and I know, but it was not a second before three and a half years <laughs> that I felt that way. Um, and had I not, or had Laura and I not taken this, this the slow burn time to still feed, feed the fire, stoke the coals to still keep it hot, it never would have had a chance to take off. So like this part... Um, that a lot of you are in of of figuring a lot of things out, transitioning careers, you know, having a few clients, like it's all important to to the bigger the bigger vision that I know you have in yeah, your heart. It is. And a lot of, well, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but for myself, I mean, I've been on my own healing journey. So like I said in the beginning, anything that I've incorporated into my practice is stuff that has helped me personally. Mm-hmm. Um I had some chronic nerve pain that I was able to heal through meditation, breath work and settling, you know, regulating my nervous system. So like I was a nurse for 30 years. No one ever taught me that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, we, we did little things, but we weren't really, you know, there's so much magic that we can bring back out into the world um, as far as the stuff we're learning, but we're also peeling back our own layers, right? You guys talk about that all the time, doing your own personal work. So I've been doing my own personal work. So there's ups and downs with that. Oh, and yeah. how, how do you do that, you know, and, and still move forward um, and give yourself some grace and compassion. If you have a couple of weeks where you're just 
you know, you need to be your introverted self and, um, and that's okay mm-hmm. versus um, this high vibration introvert that's out connecting to everybody at the grocery store and starting to learn how to manage your own energy, mm-hmm. um, which is not something I ever even talked about, right? My energy. I didn't talk about that. And the only thing I talked about was the full moon, uh, you know, at the hospital and how crazy it was, but it was yeah. like a thing way off. I didn't really even understand like how that really does affect you know, how we're feeling. So, so yeah, for me, I do believe it's a, it's going to be a, a slow burn and a, um, starting to accept that and not um, compare and, and allow myself it to be my journey. Yeah. Um, because people are always watching, right? Oh people yeah. Are, people are like, Oh, what is she doing? And you know, what's going on? And they may not be a client today, but they may be a client or someone called me the other day for something. She's not a client. But I don't know that she won't be a client. And she called me for some advice and I gave her the advice and I didn't feel like it was appropriate to, to pitch her at that moment. Right. <laughs> and um, I was letting it sit with her. Um, she was having some health issues and I'll follow back up with her um, because I, I do still have some work around the, the pitching a part of things. Um, I like it to feel pretty natural, but I also know that this is a business and, <laughs> you know, I want it to be. I want to replace my salary. Um, so, um, so yeah. And I think for each of us, it's, it's, you know, how we internally feel and, and again, how we're not attached to the outcomes, because whenever I'm not attached to the outcomes, things come in much more readily than when I start to overthink things. So that's, that's just so much resistance when I start to overthink, which and scarcity, and it's not going to work. And, and, and that doesn't work. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we know what doesn't work, Sally. And <laughs> I still gosh, do it, but yeah, I me too, me too, especially the <clears throat> overthinking piece. Uh, but yeah, I, that's that's good, good wisdom for our folks listening here. And c- kind of one last thing that was coming to mind on on this like slow burn effect is that like there is real joy to be experienced whenever you can show up to what is actually going on and celebrate all of the wins that you are having, like how Sally pulled out that really that nugget from her connection experience and not be mad at what's not happening or how you thought it should go. So like there you can kind of get in this inner war with yourself of being mad and grieving what you thought it was going to be versus showing up to what is, which is likely laying the foundation for something more beautiful and epic than you had originally planned in the first place. And uh, I read a book once about that whole topic of showing up to what is versus what you thought it was going to be. And their whole point was, that's the thief of joy right there. Of if If we can show up to what's actually happening, what's actually going on, all of the good that is floating around in your bubble, that is way more fulfilling and sustainable than stomping our feet and being mad at what we thought it was going to be or how we thought it was going to play out. Um, and I would like to go on the record. I was just on my on the side note here, Sally, like you have made more money since March and within your first year of practice than Laura and I combined <laughs> in in our first year of practice. So your slow burn is hotter, my friend. It is hot, 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 hotter than what ours was in the beginning. And yeah, I know that your your goal of replacing your income is like right around not too far 
not too far around the corner here. I, I hold on to the, I set my intentions and I manifest the crap out of stuff. <laughs> and I, I just know that when I signed up and I talked to um, Heather for the collective, I remember I was in my office and I was like, yeah, I so have to do this. And from that point on, um, you know, everything else evolved. I got, got started, signed up for yoga, a yoga, sir. I didn't even do yoga that much. I, my, my, I remember my husband was like, you're going to be what? a yoga instructor. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I feel, I feel nudged to do this. And that's where I met the woman that I've been Kim Beekman that I have been doing so much spiritual, mm. um, healing and training with. And, um, then I met the shaman to do my Reiki master and then ended up in Peru and, you know, up by myself with a group of people that I didn't know. So everything has been a little nudge and I have kind of listened to those nudges. And I just keep thinking there's no way I had all these nudges and there's not something at the end. And that doesn't mean it's going to be the huge bucket of leprechaun money at the bottom (laughs) of the rainbow, but I do believe it's for the greater good. And there's a reason that I left my 30 year um, career that I did not feel aligned with um, anymore because of the burnout and, you know, what's happening in healthcare. That's a mm-hmm. whole other podcast, but what's happening in healthcare. And I was in a leadership position. I was a director of nursing. So very unaligned and all these nudges came for a reason. So just holding on to the fact that um, there's a reason that I'm here right now with you talking about this yeah. and like what's going to come in the future for me and just trying to hold on to that. Cause it's not always easy. Um, the entrepreneurship piece and even sometimes the connection piece, right. Especially if we're introverted. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's all but when you put yourself out there like that, it does change your dynamic and the people around you shift. And I can honestly say that for the people that are struggling with their husbands <laughs> Yeah, with entrepreneurship, like that was a big deal for me to quit my job and get him to shift. But you know, he shifted when I started to shift with my mm-hmm. own healing, my own ownership, and my own personal responsibility around what I wanted to do and being able to speak that. Um, he he started to shift, and mm-hmm. so it is our personal responsibility to take care of ourselves, and then people around us will, you know usually come along, I think. Yeah, absolutely. There's a a whole tangent I want to go on about that, Sally, but I will shorten it to say that (laughs) that is that is the easiest way to get the people in your life on board if they're not already inclined for personal development is you don't pull, you don't drag, you don't force, you don't give ultimatums is that you lead you lead first, you uh-huh. jump in first and you go, you go on the retreat and you bring it home. Like there's, there's not two different versions of yourself. Right. And, uh, that is such a beautiful example of how that plays out in real life. Um, thank you. Yeah. When you're, when you stop sharing. hiding in the corner, when you stop yeah. hiding in the corner, <laughs> meditating or whatever it is, your flavor mm-hmm. of your own self-development and where you are in journey, when you stop hiding it and you own it, um, they start to look at it differently. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that nugget with us. That was so good. Sally, I want to end on this question right here. So if you, if there is a nurse coach listening, which I can guarantee that there is, 
that is sweating in their shoes about connecting with people. They're might be on the more introverted side. They are unsure about their voice and how to use it in relation to connection. Is there like just some straight up advice that you could give them? Just do it. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Don't try to be anybody else. Mm. Just be yourself. Just be whether you're quiet, whether you're outgoing, whether you're silly, whether you're crazy, whatever. I've been called all of those. Mm. Um, and just be yourself because there's people out there that that just connect to that. It's just mm-hmm. that human connection, which we in society are just lacking. Yeah. Because of technology, in my opinion. But so we're lacking that, you know, we're, we're, we're in our phones, right? So just connect, just say hello. Yeah. Just say, how are you? Just say, you look good today, whatever. People mm-hmm. are a little shocked. But they, for I, I'd say 99.9% of the time, it puts a smile on their face. And because it, just think how you feel when someone connects with you. Um, yeah, I was at the grocery store the other day and the cashier didn't even like respond. I think he grunted at me and he was a young kid, but I was thinking, God, like what? You know, but it, it really made, it, it makes a difference, right? Just connect, just do it. Mm-hmm. Don't offer, don't, sell yourself. Don't do anything like that. Just spend a month just connecting with people. Yeah. Good advice, Sally. And yeah, team, there's no like secret, secret sauce here. It's be you and just do it. Be you, take the pressure off and just do it. And um, yeah, let's get, let's get connecting. Let's, let's do the thing. And Sally, I'm so intrigued just to hear how this continues to unfold over time. Um, I know that I've done seasons of connecting in my practice two, three, four years ago, and they, they are now like starting to pop back into my inbox or reach out. And um, so I'm excited to hear the update from you, even if it's four years from now when you're like, Hey, remember that time I accidentally won the connection challenge? <laughs> now, now they're all coming back. I think that that's going to be beautiful. Uh, but team, if you are listening and if you're resonating with Sally, you have questions for Sally. Um, she exists on Facebook and we're going to have all of her contact information down at the bottom for you. But Sally is just a really warm spirit to be around. Go, go connect with her on Facebook and, uh, or Sally, is Facebook the place? Would you prefer somewhere else? Um, no, I have I have my stuff on Facebook. I am Mindset Coaching um, on Facebook and Instagram. And I just finished my website, which was whoop, whoop. a long thing. So <laughs> SallyDavidsonCoach.com. But yeah, so um, any of those places can email me, can connect on any of those places. But yeah. All right, Sally. Well, thank you for sharing your experience with us today. It is super valuable. And um, yeah, we look, I, like I said, I'm really looking forward to the follow-up and and seeing what evolves. But thanks for spending your time with us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, team. So come find us. Come find Sally in the Successful Nurse Coach Facebook group. We're hanging out in there. If you have questions about connection or maybe you're you can even out yourself on how you're making it weird and how you plan to pivot i would love 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 to hear that update 
but the successful nurse coach Facebook page, it is free. We are all there and we will see you same time, same place next week. Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.